Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Fantasy Fellow Show. I am your host, the fellow KGB. It is our Thursday night hangout. We had the NBA trade deadline today, so there's tons of news items to get to. We're going to hop into a screen share, and we'll kind of just, I don't know, we're just going to soak this all in. There's a lot of movement going on today, a lot of big names. It was probably one of the more exciting trade deadlines we've seen, or at least I've seen in a, in a while. So we had a lot of guys moving here. I'm going to click on the Transactions tab here, and let's just take a look and see what, uh, what we got going on. So some of the, the small minor ones here, uh, Nicolo Melli traded to Dallas Mavericks, Marquise Chris uh, traded to the Spurs over from uh, Golden State here, Kelly Olenek. Now Kelly Olenek's part of the massive deal for Victor Oladipo. So uh, Houston sends Oladipo, they get Kelly Olenek, Avery Bradley, and the rights to a draft pick swap. Um, so they couldn't really get too much for Oladipo, but at least Olenek will, will probably get some fantasy value for us going forward. So again, that's Olenek and Avery, Avery Bradley for uh, in a draft pick for Oladipo. <clears throat> the Bulls sent Mo Wagner to the Celtics in exchange for Daniel Tice. Um, he switched teams twice today. Let's see. Interesting. Um, the Warriors have traded Brad Wanamaker to the Charlotte Hornets. Um, let's see here. What's What's in the... What's in the deal here? I don't see much. JJ Redick sent from the Pelicans to the Mavericks. So has JJ played there before? I can't. I think I maybe remember him being there. Uh, here's a big one today. Lou Williams was traded from the Clippers to the Atlanta Hawks uh, for Rajon Rondo, and the Clippers are giving up a pair of second-round picks in the cash deal. Um, so interesting to get Rajon Rondo, <laughs> and uh, Lou Williams, of course, famously loves the Wings in Atlanta, so he heads to his home state. Uh, there. So now you got Lou Williams with Kevin Herter, Cam Reddish, and Bogdan Bogdanovich. I'll even throw in Danilo Gallinari into that mix. So that's interesting here. Vincent Porter, uh, Poirier traded to the Knicks. Don't think that's going to do anything. Tony Bradley tra traded to the Thunder in part of the George Hill deal. Um, so Al Horford and Moses Brown had been playing uh, pretty good minutes, and now they get Tony Bradley for depth. So that's interesting. Here's another big move. We've been talking about the Raptors needing to make a move, and they traded away Norman Powell, one of their better scorers, probably their best. He is their best. He was their best bench player, uh, but they're getting Gary Trent and Rodney Hood in return, so they boost their depth a little bit. Gary Trent should see some value increase there. I think he can be starting potential, at least the first guy off the bench for them, so that's really good scoring potential for Gary Trent Jr. He might be a guy that we like on the waiver wire here. Uh, Terrence Ferguson traded to New York in a three-team three deal involving George Hill. Uh, so, yeah, George Hill is in, uh, I believe he's in New York Knicks right now. Um, Nemanja Vajelica traded to the Heat. Uh, the deal sends Mo Harkless and Chris Silva. Uh, let's see here. So, yeah, he's he's going to he's gonna be behind. Oh, he, well, he's basically replacing Kelly Olenek there. So, yeah, the, tra the Trailblazers, what's going on, Justin? The Trailblazers did a pretty good move there getting Norman Powell. They have a lot of guys already in their rotation, so they kind of just consolidated it. And uh, they get a Norman Powell's a really underrated player. I like him quite a bit, so that's going to help them make a push. So George Hill actually ended up on the Sixers. Um, so that's kind of the three-piece deal uh, with the Knicks and the OKC Thunder. Troy Brown Jr. traded to the Bulls. The Bulls are not done yet for the day. Chandler Hutchinson traded to the Wizards, whatever. But Aaron Gordon, this was the big, this is probably the bigger one of the day. Uh, Aaron Gordon to the Nuggets. This is nuts. Uh, Gary, Harris, uh, Gary Harris Jr., RJ Hampton, and a first-round pick to the Magic. Um, and the Magic also traded away Nikola Vucevic, Evan Fournier, and Aaron Gordon all in the same day. So it was a pretty pretty wild deal here. 
uh, in exchange for the first three round draft picks, two second round draft picks, Wendell Carter Jr., Otto Porter, Harris, and Hampton. So Wendell Carter Jr., new place for a uh, new place for him to get some fantasy value. So I like that quite a bit. Uh, Paul Millsap, J. Michael Green uh, will compete with Aaron Gordon at the power forward spot. Uh, Daniel Gafford, I don't know. But the Celtics were able to get the Evan Fournier deal uh, for a pair of second round draft picks. So interesting day for the Magic. Otto Porter Jr., now Magic uh, member as well. I wish I could kind of pull up uh, Imagine Trade and Yep. Oh, man. It, uh, it was not a, great, uh, not a great day for the Rockets, but it's been kind of that way for the year. Um, so I'm just kind of looking around here, DJ Wilson to the Rockets. These are kind of old news here. But interesting day in the NBA, man. You got a lot of guys here that are out tonight, too. No Kawhi Leonard tonight. No Nerlens Noel. TJ Warren out for the season. <clears throat> uh, Derek Rose not playing tonight, so that's going to make um, Alfred Payton kind of viable. Uh, Terrence Ross questionable. Terrence Ross is going to be a beast. Uh, actually, I want to go – let's go look at uh, some of these depth charts now. I'm, I'm really curious to look at the magic and see what uh, – <clears throat> just see how they're going to be you know, operating with minutes and players – um, so Orlando Magic, of course, they were the second worst team in the East. They, they kind of needed to do this. Um, so we'll see if they have the depth charts entered in here. Um, so again, Otto Porter is new. Wendell Carter Jr. is new. Uh, let's see, RJ Hampton is new. Uh, where's the other one? Why am I missing one? Um, let's see here. So Otto Porter Jr., Wendell Carter, RJ Hampton, and then maybe they moved a piece of this as well here, but a very young team. Uh, Ken Birch is still the backup center there. Wendell Carter Jr. I think should have more fantasy value. So I like this quite a bit. Terrence Ross gets moved into the starting lineup. So Terrence Ross needs to be owned. Let's just kind of filter here by the Orlando Magic team and see if they have see if ESPN's got this uh, up to snuff here. So they still have Vucevic and Gordon and Fournier on the team. But Terrence Ross was the next best fantasy player. Markel Fultz, uh, we know he's out for the year. Uh, he, this is going to be a nice team for them in the in the future. They're going to have Cole Anthony, Fultz. Uh, we'll see about Ross, but Otto Porter Jr. and Wendell Carter there. Uh, and yeah, I, I like, I liked, I liked what they did here. Instead of like trying to go in for it, they they kind of just backed out. And now they get a bunch of draft picks. They have, I mean, they got Cole Anthony. We'll see if they keep Markel Fultz around, but Otto Porter Jr. still really hasn't had a chance to lift off. And I, I still think Wendell Carter Jr. has got a lot of potential here. So there's some good things here for the magic especially if they can hit if they can hit on some of these draft picks um so a pretty pretty fun day for the nba uh let me just kind of look at uh, let's go to the chicago bulls because they did land nikola vucevic uh one of the i mean trading all-stars is uh, not a very common thing so this was a very fun day in the nba and fantasy basketball escape uh but nikola vucevic can be the starting there there was a rumor that laurie marketing was going to get moved uh, they also acquired Daniel Tice today. Um, so their rotation is going to be uh, Tomas Sadoransky, Kobe White kind of at the at the one, Levine, Garrett Temple, quality backup. Patrick Williams and Denzel Valentine will kind of split at the three. Markin and Tice and, and Vucevic will kind of rotate. Sometimes Thaddeus Young will get in there too. So I like the Bulls, man. I, th I think the Bulls were one of the bigger winners of today as well. You look at the Eastern standings, like, Chicago, man, they're going to get loaded up and they're going to make a run here to see if they can get up to that four or five seed. Uh, what's going on, Rudolphs, man? Thanks for hanging out tonight. We a wild NBA day in the trading department. Uh, we're going to see, I think we're going to see Chicago, like they're what? They're two and a half games out of the, the five seed. Uh, I think this is the prize for anyone that's, you know, 
basically the top three seeds are locked up here. We know what's going to happen. If you are a not a top three team, you want to get into this four or five game and try to avoid the top three teams here. So it's it's Chicago just put their name in. I think the Miami Heat did as well. Let's look at the Heat and see what they've ended up with for uh, rosterable fantasy players here. So Kendrick Nunn and Goran Dragic will still kind of land the one. Tyler Hero as well. You got Oladipo, Duncan Robinson. Like you got five really good ones and two guards here. Jimmy Butler, uh, Iguodala, Trevor Ariza, Bam Adebayo. And where's the other one here? Oh, who did they add this morning? Yeah, they added Nemanja Bajelica here. So we'll see about Jelica. But interesting day for the Miami Heat, Chicago Bulls, and the Orlando Magic specifically. And then let's just take a quick peek at Boston and see what Boston ended up with. They didn't get to move Tristan Thompson. I thought they were trying to do that. Uh, but Kemba Walker, like, this is, the, you know, their starting five didn't change here. But Evan Fournier, like, they might have to find a way to get him. Uh, as He's going to be their sixth man. He's going to come in and get a lot of minutes there. But Daniel Tice is gone. This is going to open up a lot of minutes for Robert Williams. So, uh, he's one of the bigger. He's one of the biggest winners of today. I think moving Tice out of there, they didn't. They didn't. I mean, they brought in Mords Wagner. I think Robert Williams is going to be uh, officially second in the pecking order now. And Tristan Thompson's still out, so I think Robert Williams is is the guy there for center. So I, I love his value. We'll see what, what what Wagner can do when Thompson's out. Uh, but do you think the Bulls? I think the Bulls can get sixth or higher. Definitely. Uh, I mean, just looking at that lineup again, real quick, and look at the just looking at the standings, like it's. It is a tight race in the East. Um, the Charlotte Hornets are sitting here, uh, 22 and 21, one game over 500. The Bulls, I mean, they're five games behind behind 500. But you look at the Hornets, eight and a half games here. Uh, Chicago Bulls are 11, like they're only three games out. So, uh, and then even then behind the Heat, they're only two and a half games behind the Heat. So I think I think Miami and Chicago are going to probably be the, the favorites to rise. The Knicks, Hawks, and Celtics should be contenders as well I, indiana didn't really do anything today to make themselves better toronto we'll see but i don't like trading away norman powell i think i think the trailblazers won that deal gary trent's a good player uh but chicago i, I think chicago could reach that fifth seed right there um yeah the, the, again the sixth seventh and eighth seed that's just you don't want to be in this spot so that's why you see a team like chicago a team like Miami. Amy Heat trying to secure that with Victor Oladipo. Uh, that this is where you want to be. You avoid the Sixers, the Bucks, and the Nets in the first round, uh, and then you you could potentially you know give one of these those teams a run in the second round if you get there. So I like what Chicago did quite a bit. Uh, do you think Brown and Tatum will get less because of that trade? And do you think Vucevic and Levine's? Um, no, I I think everything's. I, I think both the Celtics and the Bulls teams are going to be better teams overall. So that, that just means more points, more assists, more opportunities. Uh, I think that's going to be good. Let's let's just look at that Boston Celtics lineup again. Um, so, I mean, they sent Daniel Tice away. And, I mean, they brought in Moritz Wagner. I don't – he's going to be their third center. Uh, Evan Fournier is a good shooter. Uh, we might see him eat into Marcus Smart's minutes. Um, so Fournier, if anything, Fournier probably limits Kemba Walker's numbers a little bit. I still think Brown and Tatum are pretty good, you know, studs to have. I don't love it because again, like Fournier is a good shooter. He's a really good shooter. So that's going to be a little bit less points there, but I think Tatum and Brown can kind of chip in, in other spots here. So mm, if anything, they're kind of neutral. I, I don't think that bumps them up, but as far as the, the Chicago Bulls guys, uh, I think, I, I just think the Bulls are going to be uh, a much better team overall. So as far as Vucevic, 
I mean, he was just gobbling up numbers on a bad team. I still, uh, he's, he's got no competition. They don't have a backup center. They, they do play Thaddeus Young at the five. Tice can play the five, uh, but I, I don't see any problem for Vucevic to keep his stuff going. And then same with Levine. Uh, he's going to stay on the floor. As long as he's healthy, he's going to continue to stay fine. So this is a good move for the Bulls. I think everyone kind of gets a lift here. Uh, with Chicago's numbers and their trades today. So exciting day in the NBA. So let's kind of get to some more fantasy stuff here. Um, let's see. I just want to filter um, the entire NBA over the last seven days, and let's see who rises here. So we're looking at last seven days you got Jokic Jokic as the top player Westbrook Irving Elise Johnson what is this for Brooklyn here with a 52 point game 23 points 15 rebounds it's the first game he's played in a while so he was signed to a 10-day contract on Sunday and he played very well so let's keep an eye on this guy here Elise Johnson we'll put him on the watch list see if he can uh, continue getting minutes here but I'm just kind of going down the list and looking for anybody that sticks out here that's probably lower owned than we should be seeing here. So Alec Burks has been playing really good minutes. New York Knicks. This might this might uh, not last here. Um, so do we think Robert Williams will get more play time? I I I think so. I we've we've got Brad Stevens specifically saying he wants to get uh, Robert Williams more involved down the second half of the stretch here. Uh, I'm just looking for Robert Williams right now. See where he pops into here. So he's not a top uh, 100 player yet. Where did I, maybe did I miss him right here? So he's been, Robert Williams has been averaging 26.4 points per game the last seven days. He's kind of had two, you know, troubling games here, but this is what you want. So you see the 28 games against Memphis, you see 27, 22, uh, 23. We want him to start hitting over, over those numbers. Over the last seven days, he's averaging 21 minutes per game. His points are up, rebounds about the same, but assists are up. Everything else about the same. So as long as he's hitting over 20, 20, 21 minutes a game, I think he's going to continue to be a beast. Uh, let me check in on, on Tristan Thompson real quick and see how long he's going to be out for yet. So we haven't seen Tristan Thompson play for some time. So he's still out with COVID protocols. He's missed five straight games. Um, and when, even when Thompson played, he didn't play a lot of minutes. Tice was kind of their minutes guy. If we look at Tice real quick. Tice was averaging, you know, 28 minutes per game the last seven days. So if anything, Robert Williams is, he's getting the hike in minutes. I think a lot of these are going to go towards Robert Williams. Maybe we even see Robert Williams start to flirt with some 30 minute games. Uh, but definitely I, I expect him to some, somewhere settle in that mid 25s, but all this Tice, all these Tice was a good player. I think he has some value. I don't love it um, for Chicago, but we'll see what happens. But he's, he was a very productive player for them. So uh, Robert Williams, man. Um, he's only 56% owned. I think you're in a 10 man league. I think now's the time to grab him. I mean, it, just look at the numbers here. If he gets, you know, 22 minutes, you know, he's usually over, you know, 30 points So in this one, 28 minutes, he gets 46 points, 22 minutes. He gets 27 points, 27 minutes. He gets 52. You got a 22 minute game and a 30 point game. Uh, it's, it's good things. The more minutes that Robert Williams is going to get, it's going to translate to points. So this is huge for with, with Tice leaving. I do think Robert Williams is probably the one guy you could you could try to trade for him right now before they get a game in. Uh, they do not play tomorrow night. Uh, do they do they play tonight here? What's what's the night list of games? I don't think they do. There's only a handful of games tonight, isn't there? 
don't believe they play tonight. No, only five games tonight. So, I mean, you can you can try and trade for Robert Williams if you want. Try to lowball somebody. His next opportunity to play, he plays the he plays tomorrow night. Okay, so tomorrow night and OKC. So two nights in, in a row, you're gonna get a good opportunity in three games in the next four days here for for the Celtics. So I like that quite a bit. Go ahead and try to get uh, Mr. Robert Williams there. Let me try to get back to where I was. So we're looking at the last seven days and just kind of looking for people that that pop up. Um, what did we do here? We filtered by fantasy points here. So man, it's Elise Johnson. We got to keep an eye on that guy. Um, there was the Alec Burks. Let me let's let's take a look at the Knicks roster real quick. Because the Knicks, the Knicks are one of those teams that I mean, Chicago's got to hop them yet, and now um, George Hill gets to Philly. Let's look at this this depth chart here. So they got they still got Alfred Payton, Derrick Rose at the one. Reggie Bullock and Emmanuel quickly at the two. R.J. Barrett, Alec Burks has been playing really good. Randall, Obi Toppin, Robinson, Nerlens Noel. So, um, I mean, they got some they got some depth at the center position today. So interesting moves for the Knicks, uh, especially getting Derrick Rose in there. So I don't I, I think the Knicks could be pesky between you know for the four five seed. You're, you're probably looking at Charlotte. You're probably looking at. Chicago, you're probably looking at the Knicks, and then uh, the one more, the Heat. Yeah, that's who we're looking at. So four teams for those two spots here, and uh, I think the Celtics and the Hawks might be, you know, the odd man out here towards the end of the end of the run here. We'll be, we'll see if the Raptors can make a run too. I, I don't know if I love the Raptors depth chart right now. It's just getting rid of Powell. That one hurts. So they're going to be starting DeAndre Bembry. Gary Trent Jr. is going to get a lot of minutes. Let's let's look at Gary Trent Jr.'s numbers right now. Because he's going to be available in a lot of leagues. He's only 26% rostered. Uh, he was getting some really good, like especially when McCollum was out. I mean, if I just kind of scroll down here and then look at this. Um, if he gets 30 minutes per game with the Raptors, like good things are going to happen for fantasy. Uh, he's, he's, he's kind of a streaky scorer, but he's been, he's been consistent at least hitting the double digits. So you like that. He doesn't offer a lot in some of the other categories, but Gary Trent Jr. Definitely someone to keep an eye on here. Um, so we got Drummond. What do you think about him? Where do we hope he lands? I got Williams on my team. Um, with Drummond, it sounds like they're, they're going to probably do a buyout. If I'm Drummond, I want to go to a team that can compete for the playoffs. Um, I still, I mean, the Raptors really need a center right now. That one makes quite a bit of sense to me. Uh, as far as Eastern Conference teams, I, I, I don't think Washington's trying to make a run. Toronto seems like the spot to do it. The Pacers are pretty good at the big spot there. The Hawks are pretty good. The Celtics maybe, but they uh, uh, that, they push away minutes from their young Robert Williams. One of the top teams, uh, the Nets could totally bring in Andre Drummond. That would just suck for for real life basketball. That would be a nightmare for teams that are going against the Nets. And then if you're looking in the Western Conference, um, let's see here, the Spurs, the San Antonio Spurs make a lot of sense uh, with, with LaMarcus Aldridge leaving. Maybe the Warriors, if they want to get minutes in there, but that would hurt Wiseman a little bit. Uh, some of these teams down here that can try to make a run. Um, so I'm going to, I'm going to hold on to, I'm holding on to Drummond. Let's see where he signs first. Do you think Lowry should have been traded? Um, uh, it depends on what they would have gotten for him. 
like the, the Raptors just don't have a lot of depth here. So you get rid of Lowry, you're going to move Van Vliet up to the one. I would imagine Powell would have bounced in. If you send Lowry, like, what are you really trying to like? He's, he's fine for now. I, I don't know if the money's the issue. I think I'm fine with keeping Lowry, but I think they just, I don't know. They didn't really have a lot of assets to move. So it was either Lowry or Powell. They're going to build around Van Vliet, Anunobi, and Siakam. So the Raptors, I still like Stanley Johnson and Chris Boucher quite a bit. So if you move Lowry, you need a young point guard in his place. I just, they probably didn't get much on the market for it. Um, what's going on, Aaron? Thanks for hanging out, man. Thanks for the subscription. I appreciate that. You think Beal should have been traded? Um, I don't know what to, I don't know how to, to think about this Washington team. Like there are three games out of the potential play-in game here. Uh, there are three games into the play-in. Uh, you move Bradley Beal, that's probably going to just make Russell Westbrook mad. So keeping those guys together, letting them ball out. They had that nice little run uh, in the beginning, I think, of the month, but now they're 2-8 and eight in their last 10 days. Um, and then to trade a guy like Beal, you have to give up quite a bit of assets. Um, so in theory, it makes sense, but I think I think they're just going to let this team kind of continue to go where it goes and see if they can make a run to get into the play-in. Um, we'll see what happens there. Um so I'm in. Uh, I live in Milwaukee. So technically, the Bucks are my favorite team. Um, I don't really have any other preferences other than that. I'm. I'm I enjoy watching LeBron. Um, I enjoy watching. As far as Western Conference teams, I, I like Luca. I like Luca quite a bit. So I'll root for them. And I, I. I got a soft spot for the Spurs. I like. Um, I like Deontay Murray. I like uh, Lonnie Walker. I like Demar Derozan. So I like the Spurs quite a bit. But Milwaukee is my team. Things are going pretty good right now. Um, you think the Knicks would keep the playoff run? Uh, I I think the Knicks, man. I think the, I think they're just I think they're going to move up into this four. This is the prize. You want to be in the four or five seed in the East. Uh, that way, you avoid playing the Sixers, Bucks, and the Nets in the first round. Like, there's no way these teams are going to catch the top three. It's a, it's a seven game uh, difference there, one point five to eight point five. So that's a lot of ground to make up. You would need something to to drastically happen to one of those teams. So do you think the Knicks would keep the playoff run? I, I think the Knicks are going to be pesky. Like, I don't expect them to win the second round game, but they do have a chance to get out of the first round, depending if they can get into that four or five matchup. But uh, I, I don't know how long the Hornets can hang around. They, they somehow keep playing good ball. Gordon Hayward's got that team uh, kind of steady going right now. So the Hornets are a fun team, but like, the Heat, I think the Heat are, are kind of a lock for that four or five, one of those seeds. And then it's going to be between the Knicks, the Hornets, and the Bulls. Kind of make, I think, I think that I think Chicago can make a run just because Chicago plays. You look at the division Chicago plays in, like they really only have to worry about they get games against the Cavs, they get games against the Pistons. They should be able to beat the Pacers now. Uh, and the Bucks are really the only talent there. So I think, I think Chicago can make a run here if we look at their schedule real quick. Let's take a look at the, at the Chicago Bulls. So, like, the rest of the way, they got an East Coast trip here. They're on a big road. Oh, they got a lot of road games coming up. A lot of road games coming up. But then they, they kind of stay in the East the rest of the way here. Tough way to end the season. Two games against Brooklyn and Milwaukee. Um Interesting. They got a couple games against Miami. This is a tough schedule, it looks like here, actually. A couple games against Cleveland, a couple games against Milwaukee. You got Detroit. It's kind of a tough schedule. We'll see what Chicago can do. 
I love it. I, th- I think Chicago Chicago won today. And then they added Daniel Tice for kind of like free, like just to get a backup in Daniel Tice. <clears throat> I know like they're, this, they're, they have like eight to 10 dudes that are, are really, really solid. So you're going to have uh, Sadoransky and Kobe White at the one. Levine's going to hog a lot of minutes at the two. You got Patrick Williams and, and, and kind of Garrett Temple can kind of play the, the three sometimes. But I like the rookie here with Denzel Valentine. You got Markinen. Tice, Young, Vucevic. You got this. Is a lot of they can run nine deep, no problem. Um, they can run ten deep. This is this is really this looks really really good for the Chicago Bulls. So I think they put themselves in a really good position here. Um, yeah, I don't know. That, well, Denzel Valentine's kind of the, the wild card here if they can get anything from him. Uh, but I, I like more minutes for Patrick Williams. I think they want to do that for sure. They got a good veteran here in Garrett Temple. They just kind of keep everybody healthy. If Levine can stay healthy. Um, so, I, I mean, I actually, I, I have Thaddeus Young. This technically does hurt him, especially now with, with Larry Markinen back. Uh, what I'm going to do is let's just wait because, I mean, let's see. When does Chicago play next? It might be a game or two before Vucevic can hit the floor. I don't know if he has to pass some kind of COVID regulations and things like that. Uh, but as far as Chicago's next game, they, they do have a game on Saturday, it looks like. Um, but again, I don't know if there's a COVID protocol where these traded players have to sit for seven to 10 days before they can play with their new teams. So it might be, it might be wise to hold on to Thaddeus Young just for now. That is, he's been playing so well. I I wouldn't want to prematurely cut him. And even when he gets low minutes, you see, he look at the 21 minutes here. I mean, he still hit 22, 31 points. Another 22-minute game, he ends up with 39. He's very productive with with few minutes. Even this one, 17 minutes and 31 points. I'm going to hold on to Thaddeus Young. He wasn't a very high-minutes guy anyway. Um, So we'll we'll see what happens there when they do get the the rotation kind of figured out. But I like like Thaddeus quite a bit. So I think we're going to hold on to Mr. Thaddeus Young here. Um, But uh, keep firing up your questions away. We're we're going on about 26 minutes here on the live stream. We'll probably hang out another 10 minutes or so. Uh, I I do. I'm going to be getting out of town for the weekend. I'm going to be driving to Knoxville, Tennessee. So uh, where were we? I'm kind of just digging up for some players here that should be potentially owned. Um, Should we drop uh, Time Lord? Who's Time Lord? Time Lord. Who is Time Lord? <laughs> time Lord? Who is who's the Time Lord? Why is this uh Lord? <laughs> is that Robert Williams? His nickname is the Time Lord? I've never heard of that. No, I'm holding you gotta hold on to Robert Williams, man. You gotta hold on to Robert Williams. Uh, with Daniel, we looked at Daniel Tice a couple minutes ago, and if you look at um, his minutes, there's a he's got a lot of minutes up for grabs here. So this is this is what Tice was doing: 31, 25, 32, 20. Like he was averaging roughly 28 minutes per game the last three, the uh, last seven days. Um, so a lot of these minutes are Tristan Thompson still not back from COVID. Robert Williams is going to be the biggest uh, benefactor of these minutes. We've heard Brad Stevens say he wants to get him more minutes down the stretch. So he's probably one of my favorite players to own for the rest of the season. Um, do I want the so uh, it, it would have been nice. I think I think potentially moving a guy like Brooke Lopez. I don't know what that could have yielded us. 
Uh, I, I would gladly if they if they could have made a move to get like Andre Drummond into that lineup somehow. Uh, but Lopez, Brooke Lopez, makes me a little frustrated watching him sometimes. That would be one of the players that I'd like to improve. Bobby Portis puts up some good minutes every now and then. Uh, but the Bucks, like as of right now, I mean the Bucks have a lot of new players to incorporate this year. Um, I mean losing losing guys like Eric Bledsoe and George Hill, who have been on that team for the last two and a half, three years. Uh, the Bucks had to kind of re-figure things out. So you see, I mean, Giannis Middleton stayed the same. DiVincenzo's taken a really nice step. And Lopez, Lopez, he's just a little lazy. But integrating Drew Holiday and Bobby Portis, like that took some time. So like, I love this top six. Uh, and then they, they definitely just need, you know, another seventh, eighth man here. Uh, Connaughton's been playing some good minutes. I'm just hoping P.J. Tucker can, can kind of come in and just, you know, eight points a game, you know, just something kind of really, really quick. Uh, we'll see what P.J. Tucker can do, but it would have been nice. I just don't know if they had the resources to do it. Um, thinking about trading Paul George. Yes. Um, so I don't know if you were, if you've watched my stuff before, uh, but let's just pull this up real quick. I got a Google document here that I want to pull up for you. Where is the NBA? Where is my NBA schedule? So here... Aaron, this is what we're looking at here is the rest of the the season for the NBA schedule. Uh, let me get rid of this actually. So this is the rest of the season for the NBA, and if you look at the total games, this was I guess here. Let me actually delete these two columns because those can go away now. Delete columns B and C. So the rest of the season here, I have it filtered by the most remaining games. That's Memphis and San Antonio teams with the fewest games here. It's going to be the Clippers. There's a handful of teams with 29 games. Um, so the Clippers play the fewest amount of games the rest of the way. And then if you look at weeks uh, 18, 19, and 20, which is fantasy playoffs, uh, let's look here. The Clippers have the fewest amount of games the last three weeks, which is only 10 games. So if you can trade, I'm, I'm very into trading guys on Memphis, San Antonio, Dallas. If you're looking for a Donovan Mitchell, um, Hmm. I don't, I don't mind it. 12 games. That's fine. I just, anybody that's, you know, not, not 10, 11 games, I think pretty much anything in there. So I, I am open to trading Paul George. Uh, that, I think that makes sense to me from a long-term perspective. Yeah. Go get Donovan Mitchell if you can. Um, all right, man, have a good one. We'll see you in another video. Thanks for Peace. Yeah, just uh, anyone like Memphis, San Antonio, Dallas, you're probably not going to be able to get Luca, but if you can put some packages together for if it's if it's DeRozan, if you could I don't know if you're interested in, in is John ja Morant a guy that might interest you? How's Morant been playing lately? Let's just kind of look at some things real quick. So we'll put Morant on the board, we'll put Mitchell on the board. And let's let's just put Paul Paulie George on the board. So over the the last seven days here, Donovan Mitchell's averaging 50 points per game. So if you can do it, Aaron, let's go do it like right now. Um, otherwise, like the last seven days, Morant's not that big of a dip here from Paul George. Last 15 days, a little bit, maybe a one and maybe one and a half, two point difference there. Last 30 days, that's about the same. So John Morant. Could be kind of a fun a fun trade off for Paul George. You're you're gonna get three more games 
during the fantasy playoffs. So that uh, if that interests you, uh, I would definitely consider thinking about it. Um, let's see here. So yeah, you got your your Clippers with with ten games remaining in the final three weeks. So they play three in week eighteen, three in week nineteen, and four in week twenty. Um, and now we're thinking about picking up DeAndre Hunter. So we had some DeAndre DeAndre Hunter talk on the last couple of days, and so his minutes. That's a nice step up from twenty to twenty six. Not a very productive. Uh, outing here. Let me answer Rudolph's question. So I, I made this one. I, I, I just looked up. Um, you can also go to, there's a website called hashtag um, basketball. Here, let me type that in. It's hashtag basketball.com. This is where I collected the data. You go to hashtag basketball.com and you click on this advanced schedule grid. And then what you can do is you can see how many games each team plays each week. And then <clears throat> this is how I made the chart. I just kind of kept adding it up and just working its way through to week 20. So if you want to look at that, uh, the only difference is with, with my chart, I just I just added up all the weeks and kind of made this chart. So I hope that helps. Uh, but again, Memphis, San Antonio, and Dallas do play 13 games in the playoffs. Uh, as far as teams that play the most games the rest of the season, that's Memphis and San Antonio. They had all those COVID games get rescheduled to the back half of the year. Uh, and then you got the Clippers down here. There's a handful of teams with 29 games uh, the rest of the way, but only the Clippers, only the Clippers play 10 games in that last week. So kind of interesting. Uh, but DeAndre Hunter, what do we do with DeAndre Hunter here? Are we interested? If if I'm if my team is like you know really good shape, I, I'm you know I only got two, three, maybe four losses. I think maybe we we add DeAndre Hunter and just kind of let the minutes kind of handle themselves. Uh, but let's actually look at that. Uh, the Hawks are, you know, they made some moves today. They made some moves today. Let's look at that depth chart real quick. That might that might kind of take some minutes away from a guy like um, like DeAndre Hunter. So Lou Williams, man, he's going to probably eat in some DeAndre Hunter moments or minutes. Um, I don't know. If, if, if I have the roster space to do it, I'm, I'm open to it, but it's not a player I need at the moment right now. So what's going on, Aiden, man? The Blazers, they they got they fleeced them, I think, man. I, we liked we all liked Gary Trent, but to get a Norman Powell and to just plug in some automatic, like just plug in some really good veteran bench points, I think that was a pretty good move. Them and he's he's going to be starting for them, so uh, I, I like the move kind of a kind of quite a bit here. They do lose some depth, but that also opens up some you know some minutes for Simons, for Derek Jones, Anthony Minute. Like they 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 have a pretty good consolidated depth chart here. And if anything, that just means more minutes for some of the better players here. So I think Portland did, uh, they got the best player out of the group here. So pretty good move for your blazes. Uh, how do we feel about trading for Wendell? Um, as in like you would trade for Wendell Carter Jr. in fantasy. Um, I mean, he's, he, that, the thing about like some of these crappy teams in, in fantasy basketball is like the minutes, man, like Wendell Carter, he was this guy. He, he was he was rosterable. Like you see, he's only thirty three percent rostered, but he's been averaging twenty six points per game on the season. I mean, if this was your worst guy on your team, like you can live with that. Like if this is a twelve man league, I want Wendell Carter on my team, and his minutes are probably going to come back upwards to this thirty two, twenty nine, thirty three. I think we could see something like this. These last three games on this chart here 
where he's getting 32 minutes and getting some double-double potentials here. So I like Wendell Carter quite a bit. And you can kind of see his season stats too. You look at his season stats compared to his last seven days stats. They weren't really using him quite a bit. And uh, I, I think his minutes are going to kind of hop back up to his his season numbers. So I think if you can, you know, sneak Wendell Carter for for pretty low, I, I totally would do it because whoever is, is probably selling him, you know, they, they've, they've witnessed him these last five games average somewhere around 20-some points. So uh, I, I think he's a good buy-low opportunity. And the, the, the Orlando Magic, man, they're going to be a fun team to watch and see how they draft and see what they do in the offseason. Uh, but the guy, I think the guy you want is Terrence Ross. Like, I know he's been in and out of the lineup lately, but he's going to be their leading scorer. He's going to probably shoot the ball 20 times a game the rest of the way. And uh, maybe even Otto Porter Jr. might be worth a look to kind of see what he can do. Uh, but it's a pretty fun, um, exciting day for the NBA. A lot of moves going on. I wish the NFL would do this. Um, and, yeah, I like I like Norman Powell quite a bit. Let's take a look at those uh, the trail. Well, I don't know if they updated it for Norman Powell to be on the Trailblazers, but if you look at what Powell was doing with the Raptors, he was kind of like a he would start some games, he would play a lot of minutes for them. Uh, I would imagine he's going to kind of get plugged into this, and, and he's going to be one of the. The problem is like for the Raptors, he would be the leading scorer some night. So I don't know if that's going to happen as often with Dame Lillard and CJ McCollum back. But uh, I don't know. I I think. I think a lot of people already rostered Norman Powell. You can maybe kick the can and see what the owner feels like for trading for him. But I think uh, it's a really good move for the Blazers here. And then, yeah, Nurkic is back tomorrow. Let me let me look at the, the ownership for Nurkic here. Let me clear this. Where is – there it is. So Mr. Nurkic – He's only about 57% owned. If you play in a 10- or 12-man league, check your rosters for, for Nurkic here. This also might be the time to move uh, Cantor. Ennis Cantor here has been playing. He's been one of the better pickups that you could have got earlier in the year. He's been phenomenal. So his, his numbers and his minutes might kind of take a dip. You might see him somewhere around this 23 minutes per game. I don't think we're going to see the 30s and the 40s anymore with the healthy Nurkic. Uh, so it might be the time to cash in your, your, your Cantor tickets. Um, trying to do yeah man if you can get bam out of bio i i that would be a sweet here let me pull that up here on the uh the charts take a look at bam out of bio and paul george Probably, like this what's the hard part is just like no one's nobody's like oh yeah paul george anymore so if you can do it definitely do it over the last seven days uh out of bio is averaging 12 more points per game on the season numbers, not as bad. If you get, if you can get out of bio for Paul George, that's that's stealing. So go ahead and do that if you can. Um, what's going on with TJ McConnell? TJ McConnell. Um, he's doing. I mean, this is uh, in a, in a twelve man league. He might be worth holding on to. I think definitely for categories, you're going to want to hold on to McConnell. Uh, just look at his last, you know, his last seven to ten games here. He'll have a not so great game every now and then. Like this kind of stretch here was weird, uh, but you get re if you just look at the the whole week perspective. If he drops a seventy, a forty four, a fifty four, you know, you're you're gonna get some some pretty good numbers there from Connell. So I, I think I'm wor he's worth holding on to in twelve man leagues. And then yeah, Moses. 
Moses. Here, let me add uh, Keenan and Keenan's uh, looking at getting De'Aaron Fox involved. All right, so De'Aaron Fox is averaging two more fantasy points per game than Paul George on the season. Look at the last seven days. It's a difference of about eight points. Look at the last 15 days. It's a difference of about 13. All right, yeah, if you can, if you can, if you can get De'Aaron Fox, uh, let's let's go ahead and do that. Now, I want to also look at um, while we're looking for players here for your your Paul George trade. Let me clear that. Here we're gonna click off compare, and let's just look at the whole season here. Now, where is Paul George? So Paul George is averaging 38 points per game on the season. Now, I just want to look around him and see what's going on. So, I mean, if you can get Jalen Brown, Donovan Mitchell, I'll take Ben Simmons. Of course, Fred, you know, anything up here, that's kind of the sweet spot. Uh, I might even take Chris Middleton's been playing really good. He just went off the other night. Middleton's been some putting up some real numbers. So Middleton might be the floor here. I still like Jeremy Grant. He hasn't been as great as he was earlier in the season, but he's still playing pretty well. Uh, maybe, maybe see what the, the SGA owner is feeling. He's averaging 38.4 points per game on the season. Uh, and I like Brandon Ingram quite a bit too. So like, basically anybody that you see on this list here above Paul George, try and see what you can do. Uh, I think that would be probably where I'm going to be looking. Uh, let me see what else is in the comments here. Um, Moses Brown. Yeah, let's, <laughs> let's check out Moses. And uh, I see the Kevin Durant thing. They, they got no need to play Kevin Durant. We were talking about that on Tuesday night. Like, when they're playing that well, it's like, what's the point? Uh, and, yeah, this is the hottest pickup right now. Uh, Moses Brown here, still he's still available in a ton of leagues. But the points that he's been getting, Al Horford's been kind of in and out. I don't know what's going on with that. But Moses Brown, they plugged him in, and they just haven't looked back. So he's, he's playing – He's almost playing like the like the Ennis Cantor, like you know how we talked about that a few minutes ago. So this is a guy only twenty two percent owned. If you're in a twelve man league, this is the guy to go get. Um, so he should be available in the majority of leagues. Go check out Moses Brown. I want to look quick at the um, the depth chart for OKC. So SGA has been kind of in and out lately. Mallard, Allen, Kenrick, Lugan, Dort, Baisley, Holford. I don't know. Kind of an, like a really interesting young team. And they, they added Tony Bradley today, so maybe that takes a little bit of minutes out of Moses' brown plate, or maybe that's directly for Al Horford. I don't know yet. Can we see? Yeah, let's pull it up. So I have two teams that I play on ESPN. Um, we'll start with this one. This is the free league that I got on YouTube with the, some of the people that watch the show. And on Twitter, so this is a 12-man league here. We're currently nine and three. This is what I'm working with: Garland, Jalen Brown, Giannis, Kelly Oubre, Cantor, R.J. Barrett. I don't know what to do with Kelly Olynyk. I should have probably swapped him out and cut him right before the game started. Deontay Murray, Jared Allen, Brandon Clark, Zion Williamson, Brandon Ingram, and Colin Sexton. So that one's pretty solid. But this is a free league. I, I, it's fun to play some of the people that I, I <clears throat> that we talk to on the, the internets here. But this is the one that I got money on, and this is kind of the more fun league here. So we're nine and three in this one as well. It's a twelve-man league, and we're working with Luca, Deontay Murray, Andrew Wiggins, Scott Ubre again, Thad Young, McCollum. I picked up Marquise or Marquise Morris because they got two games the next two days. Uh, no LeBron, no AD. 
Brandon Ingram, KPJ. Picked up Duncan Robinson tonight because of what's going on. I think Jimmy Butler and uh, Drogic are out tonight. And then you got uh, OG Lowry. I picked up uh, Malik Beasley earlier this week because he's coming back on the 27th. So uh, interesting, interesting team. We're going to try and make a, make a run here for it. Um, and yeah, KD. Um, yeah, he's he's gonna have he's gonna have more of those. Uh, I did do a bracket for March Madness. I haven't checked on it the last. You know, I looked at it on on Monday night, and we're doing all right. I I, I picked. I ended up picking Gonzaga versus Baylor. Um, so I got a pretty good opportunity to make some cash. And my other Final Four team was Alabama. I think everyone probably lost at least one Final Four team already. I ended up losing Illinois, and I had I might have Houston in another one somewhere, but. For the most part, Gonzaga versus Baylor was the bracket I handed in. So, kind of a, I'm excited for that to get started back up. That's uh, when do those when do those games happen? It's so weird not having games on Thursday. Like I, I miss that. That's kind of a bummer here. So tomorrow, uh, 1:40 p.m. Central Time here, Oregano State and Loyola, Villanova, Baylor, Oral Roberts. Man, we'll see what they can do. They got a. They, that's who's their dude that just leads the NBA or the NCAA in scoring. That guy's pretty fun. Can't remember his name. I don't even. Is it Ebmus? I think they pronounced it Ebmus. Max Ebmus. Pretty fun player there. So yeah, a lot of fun basketball stuff going on tomorrow. Um, but I'm gonna be I'm gonna be traveling to Knoxville, Tennessee for the weekend. So uh, I have to pack up and drive yet tonight. But anyways, you guys got any more questions? Otherwise, I'm gonna get out of here for the evening. If you guys got a couple more questions, you can knock them in there real quick. Um, but again, I used uh, there's this website that I use called hashtag basketball, and that's what had the NBA the the schedule grid. If you look at this advanced schedule grid, that's how I kind of had all that uh, that information that I put into the spreadsheet. Um, PJ for Rozier, nice. I like Rozier. Uh, then with, especially with Lamelo Ball out for at least the regular season. That's a that's a pretty nice uh, pretty nice moment. I'm assuming PJ is PJ Washington. Interesting too that they're on the same team. If that is PJ, let me let me pull it up here on the. Uh, I like to use especially just for the live, and we get a lot of people asking questions. It's nice to pull up the compare tool on uh, on ESPN here. Uh, so. Perry Rose Rogier, and we'll hit the compare button. And then was that uh, that's PJ Watt? PJ is not PJ Dozier, is it? It ain't Dozier. Is it PJ Washington? I'm assuming it was PJ Washington. So over the last seven days, Rogier's 32 points. Washington is 30 and a half the last 15 days. Uh, difference about almost four points towards Terry's favor. Last 30 days, two points in Terry's favor. So if these are the two guys, you definitely got the better player currently and uh, on the season so far here. And again, with LaMelo Ball out for at least the regular season, that sounded like they're optimistic that he could be back on playoff time. Uh, this is this is. I mean, this is one of their leaders of the team. So I'd rather have Terry Rozier 
than PJ Washington. So I like that move quite a bit. And then, so uh, when you say pull the trigger here, did you trade for Hunter? Or did you were you able to scoop him up for free? What was the move there? And Atlanta, man, Atlanta is going to be a weird team to watch how they they go forward with their minutes. Let me just pull up Atlanta real quick here. So with the ATL, I'm just kind of minimizing. Um, so with Atlanta, I mean DeAndre Hunter was kind of he had a nice he had a nice season going for him. You got him for hero. Okay. So I'm assuming, Aaron, that your team was in pretty good shape. Um, if you if you're able to pull uh, you just got to have patience. I like the minutes here. You see him coming back first couple games right away, 20, 26 minutes. He's just kind of kind of get he's just got to get back into the flow of things. So we're, I wouldn't be nervous about these these fantasy points here. Uh, we should see him him kind of get ramped back up here. So I'm excited for DeAndre Hunter. And as far as Tyler Hero, especially with Oladipo getting added, man, I, I think that I think that's a pretty good move. The, the minutes over here are going to be a little off. And even when he was getting a ton of minutes, he was kind of a streaky player. Uh, he's, he's a borderline. I think, his, he, I think he might have been over-owned uh, as far as a 12-man team here. Um, so I like the move. You just got to gotta be patient. And uh, hopefully we'll see DeAndre Hunter's minutes rise. And just as he gets a little bit more comfortable, you should be in good shape. So I like it. The Heat, uh, we, we got to watch both those teams. They got a lot of those twos and three guards that uh, will be competing for minutes. So with Oladipo in town, I think it's a wise move to dump Hero at the moment. So I like the trades, man. Good work. Uh, but we're going on about 50 minutes here. I'm going to I'm gonna get out of here. If you guys got any more questions, um, let me see here. Should I trade Lettered for Randall? Okay. So, yeah, a couple weeks ago when, when I first showed people that schedule chart and, like, we were talking about trading Kawhi, and Paul George because just especially during those games in the playoffs, man. Um, so over the last, I guess on the season, they're equals difference of about 0.8 points. So no big difference there. The last seven days, Julius Randle, two points, two points ahead. Last 15 days, Julius Randle still two points ahead. Last 30 days, Randle's up four points. I'm going to say, do it. If you can get Julius Randle for Kawhi Leonard, let's do it. And then there's still potential like, He's been very good about not missing games this year, um, but he's, he's already got some foot soreness here. I don't like that. Don't like that at all. Uh, give me Randall. If you, if, you can, if you can get Kawhi uh, sent for Julius Randall, I think, I think I'd be very happy with that. Definitely, definitely would be interested in doing that. But, uh, but anyways, we're going on about a little over 50 minutes. I'm going to get out of here. I want to thank you guys in the chat room. I uh, appreciate Aaron Keaton subscribing and asking some, some good questions here. Uh, in the future, if you want to catch us, I, I, we go live on Tuesday and Thursday nights. I put out a, a waiver wire video on Monday nights. And then um, I'm going to be on vacation this weekend, so I don't have anything coming out. But uh, a lot of videos to check on in, in, the, in the queue. But Tuesday nights and, and Thursday nights, those are our live nights, usually between 6 and 7 o'clock. Sometimes we go live at 6.30. So if you want to check us out, Tuesday and Thursday nights are the live nights. And then uh, I put a couple videos out per week. So I want to thank you guys in the chat room for hanging out. Don't forget to like the video, subscribe if you are new, and uh, have a good rest of your night. Enjoy the basketball. We'll see you guys in another one. Thanks. Peace.